Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings and blessings. Greetings and blessings. Coming to you live from St. Kofa Infinity. Uh, St. <clears throat> Kofa Infinity out. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Today is another glorious day. Um, I love Sundays because I was born on a Sunday (laughs) of 1971. So Sundays are very, uh, they're very, uh, mm, I guess you could say light for me. Um, Breaking up day. The dawning, if you will. Uh, I truly believe that I am a bringer of the dawn um, and a way shower. Nevertheless, uh, you know what Sankofa Infinity is all about. Sankofa Infinity is all about sending out and sending out a message and delivering a message that will free and set anyone anyone free from themselves. What do I mean by free from themselves? I mean free from your own emotions. The emotions, the feelings, the thoughts that have you in bondage. And these are thoughts that you have chosen to keep you in bondage. Now, last Sunday I spoke about, uh, well, I basically uh, gave us a not, ah, I can't even pronounce it, and I'm not going to pronounce it. Um, I gave you a description of who I am and what I am about and the foundation of uh, the teachings in which I come from. I mentioned that, um, and I don't know if I mentioned that, that I was uh, raised as a Christian. I was raised as a Christian in a Christian church, uh, doctrinated in uh, the Christian uh, doctrination. I also was a minister at one time, a minister of the gospel, and now I'm just a minister uh, for the universe and for uh, unconditional love and peace and poise of the divine mind, the one mind that is all mine. And in that is where I live, move, and have my being. So <clears throat> today, I also mentioned that I would be coming from the teachings of the science of mind by Ernest Holmes. And uh, I will be speaking on those things that I have read for my morning reading because there's a morning reading every day. So this gives me somewhat of a, a skeletal blueprint of what, I should be speaking upon today, or any day for that matter. Um, and because I have because I have things I can speak on every day, 
Um, I'll probably, in the future, I'll probably be doing the show more than just Sunday. But today, what comes up today is uh, a meditation, a meditation, uh, a meditation for self-help. Now, these meditations, now you know that when you meditate on any given thing, you meditate on it simply to bind or to become one with the thing in which you're meditating on. You meditate on it, you meditate on it until it becomes you or you become the embodiment of it. That's that's what makes meditation so delightful to me and so pleasing to me is because I in that moment I decide and I make a choice to enter into the secret places of the most high. And I do that by way of meditation, quieting the mind, making myself feel in that moment so that I can come into the secret places of the most high. That's it. That's it. That's what meditation is all about. You meditate to enter into a place, a place within yourself. Remember, I mentioned last week that the kingdom of heaven is within. You meditate in order to go into that place, to go back within yourself. Oftentimes, I know I've found in my meditation that I may have a flashlight, and with that flashlight, I'm shining on every corner of my being to bring understanding to that space because that's what light does. When you have light, you become aware. When you are in darkness, you you are ignorant. You're ignorant because you are ignoring that there's a light there. And this is why darkness cannot comprehend light. <laughs> this is why. Because they're, they're, we're talking about two polarities. We're talking about polarity here. Two sides of the pole. We're talking about two sides of the coin. But once again, this is, you know, even in talking about that, I am venturing off into the duality of things, the good and evil, which at the end of the day, when you when you become the embodiment of the tree of life, you see no good and evil. You see that they all work together for the good, for the good of you, for the good of who you are, from the greatest, greatest, and most magnificent space within you. Everything works together for your good. Too often, but too often, we create realities by default because we're not understanding that there's an ultimate reality that wants to create good for you. I mentioned last week that the spirit of all that is and all that will ever be is not 
going to impose on you and ask you or beg you to think about that which is good. It's not. It will not do that because you have choice. You have a choice to choose what you want to think about. You have a choice to choose what you want. And in your wanting, there's a need. The need, you have that need because it comes from the soul. The need is the desire. The need is the desire. And on top of all of that, you don't want. There's nothing There's nothing you want anymore because it is you. So you think it and it comes to pass. You think it and it shows up for you. But anyway, my meditation for self-help today is one with perfect action. One with perfect action. And it reads as follows. I am one with perfect action. Everything that I do, say, or think is quickened into action through this right understanding and this correct knowing. The harmonious action of the great whole operates through me now and at all times. I am carried along by this right action and am compelled to do the right thing at the right time. There is nothing in me that can hinder this action from flowing through me. The action of God is the only action. So, just as I mentioned earlier, that all things work together for your good. All things will work together for your good. And it's all based on a harmonious action of the great whole that operates through you at all times, because God cannot do anything lest God does it through you. We are the vehicles. This is why we have a body. The body is a vehicle in which the divine works through to make things happen. Okay? Works through. What greater, what greater love is there? that one would be made flesh simply to become one with the divine and allow the divine to work through it, to work through the body or of him or her. What greater love is there? And you know what? After you have come into this love in which I'm speaking about, there is no other love outside of you that can compare to it. There is no greater love. You Actually, you become 
the love yourself. So everything that you see, everything that you hear, everything that you experience through your senses becomes lovely, becomes beautiful. Everything. But you must enter into a relationship with your divine self. Outside of that, you cannot enter. You can't, you know, the divine, the divine that is within you is always available to you. And it is always there, ready to receive and accept you into that relationship. But we're too busy trying to establish relationships outside of ourselves. And the more we establish these relationships outside of ourselves, the further and further away we get from ourselves. We, we no longer know who we are. We only know that that is without that is with that which is outside of us. That's all we know. This is why a lot of times people get into relationships and even marriages and marry for a very long time. And they put so much in that relationship, that external relationship that when it falls apart they no longer know who they are because they've given themselves over to this thing, this idea. They have become a worshiper of the idol of that relationship outside of them. They have idolized it. They have made it uh, (laughs) worthy of their praise. No, no. No, it is good, the ultimate relationship, as Lawrence, as Lawrence stated, the ultimate relationship is the relationship that one has with itself, itself. That is the relationship because that relationship will never leave you. It will never go away because it is you. You become one with thyself. You you integrate the masculine and feminine energy that is within you that makes up the whole of your divine self. That is the mystical marriage in which you are reaching for or you are moving towards. That's the mystical marriage. And that is the mystical marriage that I will never, ever, ever separate, divorce, or even be plucked from. That is mine. I was born with it. It came with me. I was that before I became clothed in flesh. Before I became clothed in the flesh that was created and transformed by the relationship 
between my mother and my father. Get it? I was something else before all of that. And because I was something else before all of that, I must return to that something else. Yet I am no thing. There were two trees in the Garden of Eden. There was a tree of good and evil, which is a tree of knowledge, and there was a tree of life. We have to get back to the tree of life. We must begin to feed, tap into, and activate the tree of life that is within us because that is who we are. We are not trees of knowledge. We are not trees of good and evil. Lest you be divided against yourself. It's your choosing. Who are you choosing? Which, which, which one are you choosing? I choose to feed the tree of life that I am. That's what I am, the tree of life. To give forth life. To give forth shade. To give forth life. To give forth shade. I am not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. To to what? To give forth confusion, frustration and disappointment, peace, hatred, anger, happy. You see how that is? The duality of all things. That's what the tree of knowledge represents, the duality of good and evil and all and everything else that comes along with it because it must bear fruit after its own kind. But the tree of life can only give forth life. Those things of life, the light, the light of all that is and all that will ever be. Peace, poise and power, divine creativity, divine prosperity. The tree of life is the divine plan. It has the divine plan for every soul being that is on the planet. Choose you this day which one you want to feed from, the tree of life or the tree of good and evil. It's your choice. It is your choice. You have free will. And that, you know, what is so amazing, you have will. You have will to keep yourself in bondage, or you have will to keep yourself in peace and harmony with all that is and all that were to be. You have the free choice, the free will to become one with perfect action. Now, I know people are saying, well, I'm not perfect, so how can I have perfect action? You came from that which is perfect, so how can you not be perfect? This is the paradox. The paradox is between the imperfection of the conditions and circumstances and the environment, the climate of the flesh, and then you have the perfection of the spirit 
of all that is and all that will ever be. The perfection of the spirit is perfected through the imperfections of the flesh. Hmm? When you wrap your mind around that, you know that you are a perfect being. You are a perfect being, not made by the hands of man, not made by your mother and your father, not not made by that chemistry. You're something else other than that. And that's what I speak to. I speak to the soul, the integration of the spirit and the soul coming together as one, that you may be able to operate with the mind of all that is and all that will ever be. The self-existent cause of the absolute. That's the spirit of spirit almighty. Well, how do you know all of this? I know all of this because I had an experience. But in order to have that experience, somewhere, and I can't even remember where it began or where it ended, because it's a circle, somewhere in my being, I thought, I was thinking, and in my thinking, I brought forth the experience to confirm and to reflect my thinking. That's it. That is how it works. You think a thing and it will come for you. It will come for you because it's a reflection of your thoughts. We are the things in which we think. We are those things. I as you become more and more in tune with the oneness of who you are, your divine self, you will no longer operate based on the senses. You will, or I will say this, you will operate on the senses, but it will be a low percentage of the senses in which you rely on. Most things, the things that you will operate on and the way you will allow yourself to navigate through this game we call life, through this place we call the marketplace, I call it the marketplace, you will navigate your life based on the frequency of things, the vibration, the rhythm. You will begin to become the embodiment of the laws of the universe. (laughs) Wow. Because of those laws, that is how the mind of the all operates. It operates through those laws. Yet it created these laws. And it's not absorbed by the laws. So you will begin to operate through the frequency of what what is considered the cause of cause and effect, the principle of correspondence, the principle of vibration, the principle of rhythm, the principle of gender. 
The principle of polarity. You begin to operate on those things. Yeah. That's how you will begin to operate through this marketplace based on the frequency, because there is a frequency. Even the music that you listen to, you won't be able to tolerate certain types of music because your frequency will change. Your frequency has changed. So you must listen to a music, a song, or certain artists that vibrate with that frequency. There was a time in my life I I really, really was into Jay-Z. I mean, I was into Jay-Z because in his rapping, poetic justice, in his delivery, there was a frequency in which I was sensing, I was feeling and it wasn't so much about the words that he was saying. It was a, a something subliminal going on there because he's very subliminal, very subliminal, sublime, very. And then over time, as I continue to, to uh, elevate and expand in my own consciousness and as my frequency began to change, I began to shift. I... I could no longer listen to his music anymore. And it wasn't because I couldn't tolerate it. It was like I fed from that. I fed off of whatever his music was presenting long enough that it it was no longer needed for me. It was no longer needed for me. So I now, I prefer to listen to music without words. I prefer prefer to listen to uh, opera, Beethoven, jazz, something without words, because it's something about the power of sound. It's something about the power of sound. Sound itself is powerful. And if we can just even do sound and get away from listening to words, formations of words, and just get into the groove of sound, even in our meditation. Hula, hula. And just get it in you. Get it, bring it into your objective mind and then bring it down into the subjective the subconscious of who you are, the superconscious of who you are, in which Carl Jung spoke about. Bring it down into your whole being until it's inside of you. It's inside of you, and you become somewhat of a tuning fork. <laughs> and that tuning fork, every time it hits something, it has a certain frequency. Or every time it taps into something, it has a certain type of frequency and a vibration and a rhythm that goes along with it. And you just draw things to you. 
You just draw things to you. And sometimes you're not even aware. I had this experience where I met someone. And I, I live in an area where it's not, I live in an area that is not really um, salt and pepper, if you will. It's not a really, um, I don't live around a lot of <laughs> people of color. So when I do see one of a person of color, I'm like, you know, I'm just amazed. And I have to go to them and start talking to them, you know, because it's a, it, where I live, it's very few. It's very few. Even even that within itself has a frequency. Even that within itself has a frequency. But think about it. If you know that that has a frequency, what if you get into the oneness of the causation of that frequency, the one that made it possible for it to even have a frequency? I mentioned some time ago on one of my shows that, you know, as I was driving to one of my classes, and I was a student at North Carolina Central University in Durham. And as I was driving to one of my classes, I was talking within myself, and I said to myself, I said, now that I know who my ancestors were before slaves, I know who I am as a woman of color. Who was I before all of that? Who was I as the likeness and the image of? Who was I when they said, let us? Who who was I? Show me. And that's when my life really, really began to change. Because this is about question and answer. Question and answer. But you have to get to a place where you can question yourself. You can go within yourself and question who you are within yourself and wait for the answer from within. Not go looking for the answer. Wait for the answer from within. And oftentimes the answer within will bring forth experiences, just as I mentioned earlier, that will reveal to you who and what you are. So now today, that was in the late 90s. Now today, I resolve to the mist. I resolve my life to the mystic resolution that I am a divine being. And if I am a divine being, then there's a divine plan for me. But it is my responsibility to tap into that divine plan, to summon it, to call it forth out of my being. No one can give you your divine plan. There's not a reader. There's not a psychic. There's not a palm reader. There's not an astrologist who can 
point you in that direction. There's the divine can only give to that which is divine. And it is beyond these things that we use as tools to give us answers. There's nothing outside of you that has the answer. But the thing in which you need to be doing, the purpose in which you have for your life. But make, make, I want to make this very clear. If you are listening to me, you, have a divine, you are a divine being. And you, therefore, there's a divine plan for you. It is your responsibility to summon that divine plan and bring it forth. Go within yourself, within your own meditation, and ask yourself, what is a divine plan for me? And I have to say this. There is a theme that comes along with the divine plan. But there are things that you must go through in order to live out that theme. And that is why you have the divine plan. And I'll go as far as to saying this. There's a divine theme for your life. And then you have a divine plan that is presented for you, for the calling, that will provide you with an outline, (laughs) a path, a channel, a way in order to live out that theme. The theme never changes. The plan is always shifting, yet the theme is what holds it in place. The theme is what holds it in place. Uh, my divine theme is based on delivering a message that will teach or instruct one to go within, to always go within, always go within, tap into the divine that is within you. That's it. That is the theme of my life. So if a person comes up to me and they're talking to me about problems, issues, and I say, go within. What what part did you have to play in this? What is your responsibility in this? And I have to say to them, there's always two sides to a story. If you've given me your side and I don't hear the other side, we have absolutely nothing to talk about. But this is what I will say to you. Go within. Go within. That is where you will find truth, and that is where the truth will make and set you free. That is where you will lay down in green pastures, and you'll be led by the steel waters. And in doing so, you'll become a tree of life rooted and grounded in all that is and all that will ever be. And then becoming the tree of life, you'll be able to tap into the faculties within the tree of life. Yeah, it is so. It is so. 
You are the likeness and the image of all that is and all that will ever be. Go to the let us. Who is the let us? You. (laughs) Part of you. That spark of light. That light in the middle of the thing, the two things that come together. The relationship between two things coming together is that middle, the middle part. I was looking at, I'm always playing around with numbers. I'm always looking at numbers. And most of the time, numbers come to me in threes. I read numbers in threes. And, the, the, you know, I've been told that these are angel messages, angel numbers, because they come in threes. And, I, you know, you look at the birth, your birth name, your birth number, and you have three. You have a day, you have the month, and then you have the year. Three numbers. Three numbers. Now, I give out information so that you can go do your own research because in doing your own research, you're going into yourself. You're researching, rediscovering who you are as a divine being. So I say 1-3 in 1971. Hmm? So I came from the one. <laughs> I came from the one. I operate on creativity, the logos, the spoken word, wisdom. All the way down to the meditation, the mediumship of it, the divineness of it. So when I look at my birthday, it lets me know I'm on the right path. I'm on the right path. My birthday now, I'm on the right path. The thing in which I am doing right now and the thing that I do every day is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to remain in the creative medium of the one mind of all that is and all that will ever be. It is in my nature to experience life from a deeper, deeper perspective, spiritual perspective. I don't do shallow. I am always in the deep. Therefore, I call forth the deep. And I'm calling forth the deep within you. Yes. Indeed, this is Sankof Infinity, your host, coming from the house of Sankof Infinity, constantly and consistently transcending Sankof, because there's always transcending, there's always transformation. If you want to contact me, please, I message me. 
on Facebook, Sankofa Infinity, or you can email me at IamSankofa9 at gmail.com or go to my website, Sankofa Infinity 193dpweb.com. Leave your comments. Look at the services that I do provide. And let's chat. Let's chat. I'm always accessible. You can contact me at any given time, and I'll get back with you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, because I am about cultivating the relationship, the reciprocal relationship between spirit and soul so that the mind of all that is can operate through flesh. Hmm. That's it. So with that, I am signing off. It is always good to come on uh, and do my thing. And I look forward to coming on next Sunday once again. Uh, I will be doing shows in the future. Perhaps after next Sunday, I will go into uh, full-time ministry of delivering a message on the TalkCast Talk Show. And I am so grateful that we have such sites as this that we can come on and do our thing and send out messages and information that will assist people in the growth of their life. Because one thing for sure, growth is constant. Whether you want to grow or not, you're going to grow. Or either you die. And even in dying, you're still growing. So there's no way of getting around it. There's no way of getting around it. But like I said, hey, it is your choice. This is Hank of Infinity. I will see you next Sunday. Be blessed, stay focused, and stay in the light. And I say to you, namaste, namaste, namaste. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.